Welcome to the Washdown Podcast, episode 96. And tonight is a very special episode. Um, I actually shot this episode uh, last weekend, and it was in California. I was on a swell trip um, with Rob Sanderson, um, Ian Tomasic, uh, Leon Lampshire, and Joey Clevenger. Um, we all sat down. Uh, one of the nights that we were out there, uh, we had a great conversation. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, we all had a great time uh, making it. Uh, it's a little different than a normal episode, but uh, I think you guys will enjoy it. So check it out. And uh, yeah, here you go. Episode 96 of the Washdown podcast um, on the Swell Mission. No, 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 right, yeah, you've been making those jokes all weekend long, so, he's still single, still single, hey, you know, never say never, I guess, I mean, well, I can't wait to see them put them we are in California. Look like fucking sausage links. <laughs> Joey, tell us how you felt about that. It was tight. It was tight. Uh, it was difficult. Then, uh, then you put it on wrong, and then it's not going to work. Yeah, I, I love the instruction that we were given too about how to put the wetsuit on. Was if you fuck up, then we're just going to make fun of you all day. I was like, appreciate that. It's yeah. called tagging and kook of the day. Yeah. There wasn't an issue getting it on. It was getting that shit off. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, man. All right, guys. Well, obviously, thanks for coming on the show. And as everybody can see, we're not in a normal studio because we're in California um, doing a swell trip. Thanks to Rob and Ian. Um, so let's just go around the table and uh, you guys can, can introduce yourselves. Uh, Ian, if you want to start. Yeah, Ian Tomasek, I'm a prosecutor with the federal government. Closer um, and up. speak up. Yeah, I'm a prosecutor <laughs> with the federal government. I, I got hooked up with with Rob and Swell a couple of years ago. Uh, knew each other through uh, through my wife, and Rob asked me to be on the board. I've been on the board for a year and a half, um, and this is my first trip out here, so it's it's exciting to experience our um, our mission, experience our nonprofit uh, in person. Rob, do you really need an introduction? I, I think so, maybe. <laughs> Just in case some of the tens of people watching this might not know who I am. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love you. I love the washdown. Uh, <laughs> Rob Sanderson, I'm the uh, founder and director of Swell. Uh, we're a nonprofit that takes uh, veterans first responders out surfing, um, trying to fill that void of positive outlets to give these guys a little bit of a break and you know decompress, so... Cool. Well, glad, glad to be here. Yeah. Thanks for well, having me. Well, thanks for having thanks for having us. <laughs> You're gonna have to deal with my ADHD a little bit. What well, I'm supposed to introduce myself. Is there yeah. any other question? What do you do for a living? Okay. All right. Yeah. Or how and how long have you done it? Okay, yeah. There we go. Uh, my name is Leon. I'm a police officer. I've been doing it for almost about two years now. So, I'm out of the Kansas City area. Cool. Joey. Joey Clevenger, uh, fireman. Been fireman for about 10 years now. Yeah. 
Wow. That's it. That's, that's it, man. That's, that's I, all there is. Honestly, I don't even know my social media policy for my new department. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm keeping it blank. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, doing the nasty don't be d- <laughs> <laughs> don't be dumb so <laughs> excellent sous chef too by the way i'm just oh, gonna thanks. add that to uh, you. it's yeah. more of a timer chef i'm gonna make it a new position you know what dude yeah for sure it's necessary <laughs> man people overcook shit all the time yeah i think it is quite hilarious that the two firefighters on the trip ended up <laughs> cooking super clutch by the way very good yeah yeah very good tri tip and then the chili was excellent so well i'm Glad you guys enjoyed it. So would be better to have chili dogs, though. I mean, just like <laughs> <laughs> uh, never going to happen. It never going to happen. It was awesome. It was awesome. So anyway, I thought we could all kind of go over maybe what we've gotten out of this weekend. You know what it kind of meant to you to come out and what benefits. You know, so I don't know who wants to go first. Ian? Yeah, I can go first. So I've been on the board for a year and a half. Um, and this is the first time actually going and experiencing a, a trip. Um, I just I, take, know, bring the mic close to your face. There you go. Yeah. We've gone out and we try to do our fundraising trips and we're trying to promote Swell and try to promote everything that, you know, the nonprofit and what we're, what we're trying to gain and gather attention um, but until you actually go on the trip, it's, it's kind of hard to be able to do that firsthand. Rob's been on a ton of trips. Um, some of our other board members have been on trips, so it's nice for me to finally get out here and to see not only, you know, I know that we're, we're doing our best to help the first responders, but to actually get to experience the programs firsthand, um, it, it's something I'll be able to take back and explain more fully and with a little more heart uh, of, of what I got to experience and see. Absolutely, man. Leon, you're up. <laughs> you want me to start from the beginning of how we got here? like if, if you want to, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm comfortable with it. So um, just a brief kind of explanation. Um, the past year, my buddy and I, who were in the same academy, lost uh, two of our academy mates. They were killed in the line of duty. Um. I was struggling pretty hard and didn't really realize it until I got called out um, by a few people on my shift. And then when I was just kind of shaking it off, they were like, they knew something was wrong, but I was in denial. And then um, went in and talked with my chief one day and we're just having a conversation. And he asked me the question of like, are you okay? And obviously just quickly answered no, which is not usually something I do. Usually I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine, whatever. Um, when he, we got talking a little bit more about how I was feeling and how I was handling things and obviously wasn't handling things at all really well. Um, always in a really irritable mood and it started leaving, um, started taking it home from like taking it home from work and, and that wasn't good. So he got me, he brought up the idea that, um, Rob was actually taking a group of guys out there. And my buddy, uh, Justin, who's not here right now, he's actually sleeping. So, <laughs> but we'll try he to needs very, very quiet. He needs to sleep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cause the burden to bear has been really heavy on him. So since, uh, our other buddy died, um, 
but he got me he talked about the trip out here to come out here and hang out with um other first responders that have been through some really bad shit so critical incidents is generally what we call them um and had struggled with them in the past and they bring you out here and surf and hang out and then get to meet with people that legitimately try to help you and teach you different ways other than just going to a doctor and getting medicine and then then they're just giving you the same bullshit right um so he got me connected with rob and rob and i already knew each other we work at the same agency but and i knew a little bit about what he did but i didn't know the extent of it so coming out here day one obviously i was really reserved about it because i always have been about stuff like that um meeting with uh i forgot her name michelle Michelle. Michelle. um taking us through the breathing practices really in my mind i'm like this isn't gonna work like none of this stuff ever works for me and um after they she took our baseline for our heart rate and our breathing um where i kind of figured out where i was i was actually surprised that i wasn't as high as some of as you guys were like joey was pretty high on some of those those readings which i feel like i'm a big ball of stress and anxiety every single damn day um but we went through that and i started feeling like even after we did that we were walking back from the beach because we went to the beach and then we did the breathing techniques out there um we got to watch sunset which we're in southern cal and it's beautiful out here um i'd never been to cali but seeing that and then walking back and feeling way better that night i i felt like i was less stressed um and just being around you guys as well has really helped um but then getting out the next day and and getting out in the water is where i really felt relieved as far as um it's a different experience like because i i grew up snowboarding and everything and being on the mountain was like my my piece because it's beautiful i love mountains and i love the snow um but being out in the water is a completely different thing obviously surfing is not the same as snowboarding as we found out that <laughs> shit is hard as hell. I don't care if I was the first one up that shit's It's just hard. All right. I give a lot of props to guys that can just rip waves and do three sixties and backflips and stuff like that. But, um, being out there and just feeling the waves and just the scenery and then taking into practice what Michelle taught us really brought down a lot of anxiety and stress one because we're not back at home still living it like yeah i can go home and sit down and be like yeah whatever i'm off i can relax but at the end of the day i'm still in the city where i work so um not to get on a tangent but overall being out here for the past three days i mean it's been up and down like I'll feel good and then I'll still get a little bit of anxiety, but then I calm back down. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously things aren't cured in three days. Right. Right. Um, I'd say the biggest, the biggest thing that I took away from everything that we did from the surfing to the breathing techniques, meeting with Michelle and just being around you guys and being able to hang out, um, was a sense of like calmness and, being able to disassociate with things that 
not just like I've experienced in the past 12 months, but things that you guys can relate to, the calls that we go on, the th- things that we see on a daily basis. And it's not always every day, but one out of every two days is quite a bit. And like Matt was saying, as far as the amount of critical incidents that our line of work sees in a 20-year span, like we probably see like 70 a year or more, yeah. especially firefighters and EMS, because police don't always go to those scenes. So, but yeah, I mean, it's it's been a great experience out here and seeing what Rob has done and seeing the people that, not just Rob, but Ian as well, connecting us with like great people. Yeah, like Matt and Michelle. Yeah, the group of people that you've assembled out here, man, is just phenomenal. Everybody that came out to help, the the guys from the Coast Guard that were out there, you know, showing us how to surf and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's hands down. I mean, every one of them jam up. So, my question for you, Leon, though, is: so when you're out there on the waves, right, and you've paddled out, is it? the catching the wave for you or was it sitting out there and waiting for the wave? Oh, waiting for the wave pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) Like straight, it's fucking just made me so mad. I'm already an impatient person as it is, but, um, snowboarding, I get just to pick wherever the hell I want to go. Right. Um, it was paddling out and just sitting there and just observing the scenery was really relaxing and I was surprisingly not cold at all, even though we had wetsuits on. Um, I felt great. But, yeah, sitting there waiting for the waves to try to judge them, obviously things take time because, like, you have to – and it's still the ocean, right? You can't judge currents because you can't really see them, yeah. right? Um, but, yeah, I, I was getting so, like, frustrated, <laughs> especially today. Rob, Rob saw it when I couldn't get back out. Yeah. I rode a wave back in and could not get back out. And oh. I was just like <laughs> – Fuck all. That was the worst. Same thing happened. I got caught and then trying to get back out. And then Rob comes by me. See you out there. And he's gone. He was on the shore just sitting there. And what pissed me off even more, this motherfucker was sitting there at the top watching me just go through this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I wasn't that mad. But he's teaching you resilience. Yeah. Well, and I'm not a quitter. (laughs) <laughs> but no there's no but when i got out and i got up to the shore i was actually more relaxed being on the being on the um, beach and watching the waves and then watching you guys out there surf than i was yesterday like yesterday was good for surfing and then yeah. today i was just kind of like meh but honestly for i mean just listening to the waves just crashing in was just relaxing in itself, yeah. uh, for me at least. So yeah, I could definitely when when I when we took a break, it was nice to just sit down and just listen to it. I didn't even have to have my, didn't have to look out anywhere. I mean, it was beautiful, but just close your eyes, listen to the waves, and it was just good, relaxing feel. Yeah, I mean, I you can kind of relate it to like sitting in a in a tree stand and listening to like the creaks of the uh, the sounds and the creaks and everything of of like trees when you're out hunting Mm -hmm. it's very peaceful it's quiet you hear an occasional like tree branch but the waves like i feel like it's the same thing um yeah i mean i was just out there on the walk and listening to the waves is just way more relaxing no wonder why people are happy out here 
generally. Um, <laughs> it's it's the marijuana. Yeah, <laughs> probably a few other things, but I mean, I could see you wake up every single day and you get to hear that or see that beautiful scenery, and, and you close your eyes and you can hear the waves, and it's very calming. And it's not something that we get in the Midwest. Yeah, it so. is. It's totally different. Um, yeah, because whenever we were first out there and they're like, have you ever surfed before? And I'm like, no, I snowboarded like 15 years ago. It's not the same. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, and you know, I grew up in, in Louisiana, but not close to the coast. And even then it's not the same coast as it is here, obviously. But being able to, to sit on the board out there and, you know, we, me and Ian were talking about it, you know, the water temperature is like 63 degrees and we're like, we're going to be freezing our balls off. It's like, I don't even get in the pool until it's like 90 something, you know, but it didn't bother me that wetsuit worked a charm. And yeah, just for me being able to sit on the board out there and, you know, we watched the dolphins for a little while, watch the birds whatever and yeah man that was i mean obviously catching a couple waves that was super cool and something that honestly before i came i didn't really think i was like eh, i'm just gonna fall off a lot <laughs> <laughs> but you know you catch a couple of them you get your confidence up and catch a couple more and it's super fun but the the best part for me was sitting on the board out there and just kind of even, you know, having a conversation with whoever was close to me or saying nothing at all, just hanging out. It was, that was awesome. So, Joey. So, uh, for the guys that don't know, um, I went through a pretty bad call. Um, part of the reason why I'm here is uh, I went through a house fire that had three kids uh, die and uh it took a toll on me and my family uh because i was just always on edge made made my home life extremely difficult um started arguments that didn't really need to be started because i was just irritable um but after going through some therapy and and working through it and getting the opportunity to come out here i mean it's just you know it's it's been it's very nice to know that there's programs out here that like swell that will do so much for, you know, the first responders out there or, or, and veterans, you know, there is therapy, but this is, this is just something just like an, almost like an out of body experience kind of situation. Like it just, it's just, you, you can just be yourself without any worries at all. Just kind of just come out and, yeah, you meet some good people, the co guys that you have from the Coast Guard that donated their time to, to come out and, and help us actually surf. Um, and then Michelle teaching us, you know, breathing techniques and uh, going over M, what, M, the M wave or whatever. And just all, I mean, there's, that's just a basically a class in itself. Um, and then Matt, your chaplain, is just fantastic i mean you just have a an amazing 
organization that does a ton and has the potential to reach so many people. And it's, it's just nice to know that there's a program out there. Um, both for the question that you asked him sitting out there, just waiting for a wave was fun. I mean, for me, it was fun being able to talk to whoever was close. Um, just enjoying the senior scenery. But of course with me, I, I just I want to be able to have that adrenaline rush a little bit too. So I was really enjoying, I mean, every chance I could. I mean, even if my shoulders were freaking, my shoulders are dying right now. But uh, I was, every chance I could, I freaking tried to try to get a wave. So, uh, yeah. but it was, it was awesome. What, what's the ballpark on how many waves you stole from people out there? Probably a lot. A there's, lot. there's photo evidence of that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I saw a red rash guard guy said, "Hey, get this one," and I turned around and went for it. So I, the, I complete disregard for anybody else's. Hey, safety. man, so, I fucking got so it. Fuck it. Is there hey, a way yeah. to edit in a photo into this YouTube? Like right now, the photo <laughs> yeah. of Joey snaking I, a, a coach who's then snaking you, who's then running over Leon. Yeah. Can we? Can we please put that just I, like? You know what? Okay. I will try to download that, and uh, I'll try to do that in post. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you. I'll, I'll try to figure that out. Nobody ran me over. The p- <laughs> <laughs> Makes for I'm, a better story if you got run over. Yeah. <laughs> and from the picture, you can't tell if I didn't or did actually. It was close. <laughs> the picture. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to avoid, like, Getting you medically retired <laughs> like, and I, on a trip that's supposed to be fun, <laughs> and, and I appreciate that because I came over the top of that wave and I went, "Oh no!" Yeah, it was it was either me or you, and I was like, "I'm not taking a board to the face, so I'm just gonna roll and hope it fucking works." It, and it, it did. did. Like, it did. It worked great. So it's so, a really good photo, actually. Yeah. I think it's it's cool. Yeah, but. Definitely put that on the Swell website for sure. Post production. This is what this is what yeah. not to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See all the fun you can have on Swell trips. <laughs> Running other participants over. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. So yeah, since you guys have both kind of touched on, um. You know, Michelle and the heart math and all that stuff. I mean you kind of gave your thoughts on it in depth, but I want to hear yours since you, I mean, I know you weren't there on the beach the first night, but you were there this morning and kind of got to watch. So, yeah, and I I wasn't on the beach on Friday night, but I did catch the second half once you guys came back and did your portion here. I think I was in the same boat sort of as Leon of not, I didn't know how I felt about it. I was sort of, I didn't have a whole lot of faith in it, but you guys were on the floor in your yoga mats in here, and I was standing in the kitchen because there wasn't a whole lot of room. I legitimately almost fell asleep in the kitchen standing up doing the breathing <laughs> exercises. So at that point, I'm like, I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure, and then I'm standing up on the hard tile floor and almost fall asleep because of the breathing exercises and the relaxation things. I'm like, all right, maybe there's something to this. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you guys both touched on it, or you touched on it earlier today when I was talking. She she just knows so many different techniques that it's mm-hmm. not just the standard. Uh, okay. Take a couple deep breaths. Like it's, 
you're playing mind games at the same time to not only engage your breath, but engage your mind and try and focus all of it up at the same time. Um, And it sounds weird when she said it and I didn't understand it until you physically do it. But she's like, all right, we're going to do some breath work and this is going to be hard. Like, what do you mean we're breathing? How is this going to be hard? (laughs) Um, But it's no joke. Like I I was, it's tough Um, mentally and physically it's tiring. Um, But I, I did feel, so much better just after the short portion that I caught in here. Yeah. Um, and I think she has a, she, she, Michelle and Matt both have a, have a way of speaking that isn't just the typical like clinician or even religious, um, as a chaplain type it, they are able to say, I guess the same things, but in a manner that is able to resonate, um, outside of just like a doctor's office or outside of the typical thing that you would think. Yeah. Um, it, it was nice. And just the fact that they, Michelle came on Friday for, oh, I think over two and a half hours. She donated her time on Friday and then yeah. came back again today for, uh, at least an hour, maybe even maybe probably two and a half hours today again. Yeah. Um, they're, they're phenomenal people and it's so nice that we get to listen to them. And it's all about, I think, finding different ways to try and figure out what's going to help you mentally and physically. Cause if, I mean, everybody tries something, right? Cause they, they know just internally, maybe something's not working. So you try something, whether it's working out or eating differently, um, but to have a different tool or another tool sort of in your belt to, to work with, I think is, is huge. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things with our profession is a lot of us are, we get to the point where we're out of touch, not only with what's going on in our head because we bury that stuff down, but we're out of touch with what's going on with our bodies. You know, our diets start to go to crap. We stop working out, you know, and stop doing all those things. And it's just a, a compounding stacking effect, you know, with the lack of sleep and the bad diet and all that stuff. It just primes you to have all of these, you know, bad ends, bad results. And, you know, what I was impressed with most, the most with her and with Matt was the breadth of knowledge that they had. It wasn't just, okay, well, we're going to do, it's, you know, talk therapy is the thing or EMDR is the thing or neurofeedback is the thing or this breath work is the thing. It's like, here are all of these options take a sampling of them, try something, try this one, try that one, try the other thing. And, you know, I've talked about that a lot and I guess I'll continue to keep talking about it is no, everybody's different, right? We all have different body chemistries. We're all different, you know, physically and mentally, no one treatment or no one exercise or anything like that is going to work for everybody. The important part is to keep trying different things until you find the one that works for you. Now, whether that's, you know, you come onto a swell trip or you go to, you know, war horses or any of the other, you know, programs that we're all familiar with and that works for you. Great. Or if it's going to see a therapist, you know, and talking it out or doing EMDR or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's the fact that you keep looking for it and then, you know, until you find it. So the important part is not giving up, which unfortunately so many of our brothers and sisters have, or they're not even willing to try, which is 
you know, that's another issue in and of itself. So which makes me, you know, very happy to know about the programs that are available, you know, especially you guys. Um, yeah. And the more people we can get out and do this kind of stuff, the better it's going to be. That, that's it. <laughs> and that's the show. <laughs> Not quite yet. We've only been going 27 minutes. Rob, start talking. Well, so first of all, I, none of this would be possible without uh, people like the City Kings Motorcycle Cl uh, Club, um, Brad Martins and Integrity Realty, First Responder Golf. Uh, when I told them kind of about this trip in particular, they jumped at the opportunity to help fund it and, um, you know, just super grateful. The board members are always pushing, um, to, to make these things happen. And then everybody out here on the West coast, the United States coast guard, um, um, one more wave, just all the support, Matt, Michelle Adams, um, you know, just, they make it all possible. And I'm, I'm super humbled because honestly, you know, when you found an organization like this, especially in Kansas city about surfing, you have all sorts of doubts, right. And to have people of a caliber of like Ian go, you know what, I'm behind you. I'm gonna help push this, even though until now he really hadn't experienced it. And then to hear you guys kind of echo the sentiment. So like when I first came on your podcast, they basically just said everything that I said, like what I hoped would happen, um, you know, is, I'm just grateful. That's what I got out of this trip because, um, you know, you, you push, you push, you push. I've got a full-time job plus for running this organization, you know, family, all that. And the only hope that I have is that I can help maybe just a little bit people like Joey or Leon or Justin or yourself, <coughs> um, just give them an opportunity and, and show them the light. And it, I'm my own, like worst critic to where I'm like, I, I'm going to bring these dudes out here and we're going to flop and they're not going to get it. And, you know, I have all this self doubt, but to hear them just kind of echo, um, is, you know, it, it fills me. Yeah. I, dude, whenever you first came on the podcast and started talking about it, I was one of those that I was like surfing. Really? That's why have you been begging me the last year and a half and to take your ass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You didn't Wait a minute. You just asked. You <laughs> just, just never asked. been to Cali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I did suggest, you know, we could bag the surfing trip and go do the Rubicon Trail instead in Jeeps. And I was 75% into that, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> was that before or after they lost your luggage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Both. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, you're right. It is one of those things where, you know, you start the, you know, a retreat therapy. What? however you want to describe this as for surfing in the middle of the country. And yeah, dude, I mean, I can only imagine what an uphill battle that it's been getting people to buy in. And, but dude, it is so worth it. So worth it. Like I never in a million years, surfing wasn't even on my radar as far as something that I may like to do, or that might be relaxing or something like that. And from the second that I got in the water, you know, I mean, I know we made a bunch of jokes about sharks and all of that stuff. And I watch way too much shark week on discovery channel. <laughs> um, but not even a thing that I was worried about, like it was out there and just <clears throat> in the board. 
Yeah. And so uh, like when I describe the program to people, <clears throat> surfing is not what we do. That's how we do. Yeah. What we do is to get you guys out of your comfort zone, bring you to a really positive place, surround you by great people, um, give you an opportunity to be mindful, focus, uh, learn a new skill, improve your self-efficacy. And really how we do that is through surfing. So, right. I mean, any of those of you that may be critics and you look at the website, you're like, oh, these dudes are just taking people surfing. Well, yeah, but that's, that's, that's how we do what we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a medium. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Just like equine therapy or, you know, you name it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And dude, I mean, like I said, it was, it was one of those things where I didn't really get it. You know what you were saying and what you talked about, about how you're just sitting out there and it's just everything else you've, you're focused on right now. And I didn't get it until I was actually out there doing it. And it's like, okay, now I get it. Now I get it. So, and then having the people that you've assembled out here, the group, um, and all the other things on top of that is just, it's fantastic. So I, I can't thank you enough for having me out. It was, it was great. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Been a great opportunity. <clears throat> well, I mean, you guys have been seriously probably one of the, I mean, this is trip number 13, uh, and, and you guys took to it quick and 100% open for whatever, you know, sharing with Matt, um, taking in what Michelle Adams had to, had to provide. So as much as you may thank me, I tenfold, I appreciate you guys for putting in the effort. Thanks. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, since I went through all of the stuff that I went through and all the therapy and all of that stuff, it's become really evident that you get out of something what you put into it. And to come on a trip like this and to not just be, okay, whatever he's got for us, that's what we're going to do, you know? And I think that's how you're going to get the most benefit. And you're going to get the most benefit out of anything if you approach it like that. So, Leon, you've been quiet for a while. Just a bit. Um, <laughs> I still wanted to pet that baby seal, man. Like, <laughs> God. The dolphin or the seal? I mean, both. But dolphins <laughs> b- dolphins are a little bit faster. I've already swam with dolphins before. I, I wanted to really pet that baby seal. And then they told me it would whip my ass. So, uh, that was a challenge I was willing to take. But anyways, um, no, I had some uh, reservations coming out here and getting in the ocean because, I mean, I grew up, a com- I did competitive swimming when I was younger up until I was about 12. And then I hated the water. I didn't want to be back in it. So that's why I like mountains and snowboarding became my thing. Um, so going out into the water... Whenever somebody asks me if I like beach or mountains, like if you want to be on the beach or you want to be in the mountains, it's always mountains. But um, when I finally got out in the water and like was actually relaxing, it felt a lot better. But another big thing that I wanted to bring up is, um, yeah, some other per- some other organization come up with the same stuff that you've done, um, at least attempt to, and then they bring in clinicians that literally have no background experience in either our line of work or working with people in our line of work. 
Michelle obviously has a very deep background and a love for what we do, right? That's why she's so dedicated to helping us, and that's why she's willing to put the time in. Um, and then you bring somebody like Matt in who he was 20 years or more in law enforcement. He was tw- I thought he said yeah, like 24. I, yeah, he, I mean, he's been in a while. He's super legit. for. Yeah, like he's awesome. So, like, you bring in somebody that – you just bring in a normal chaplain that literally has not worked with us. Like I would have never opened up. I would have never said anything to him. And it comes back to the trust thing that we talked about, especially with Matt. But because Matt has walked in our shoes, whether you're a firefighter or law enforcement, that really helped a lot. It builds the legitimacy of what we're, of what they're doing here and what we did here. Um, and it, it does help. So I don't think any of us would have talked to any of those people if they didn't have any kind of prior experience with whether they're actually in the job, the line of work that we do or had actually worked with us and other people. So that's a huge thing is like, he's already touched on it. You're bringing these people out here and they're not just average everyday Joes that are in, you know, um, their line of work. They are people that have really experienced that we've, things that we've experienced and more because he's been doing it a lot longer than we have or did it a lot longer than we have. He can relate to it and then he can help us through it. Um, whether that's by just letting us talk or actually giving really good advice and then pushing on and really developing this organization into something really, really big, bigger than it is right now. Um, so, I mean, I, I took a lot out of it. And it's like what I said earlier. I mean, I'm very reserved when it, well, I didn't actually say this. I'm, I'm reserved up until the point that I get comfortable. And once I reach that comfort level where I realize that like, okay, what, whatever we're doing here, whoever I'm talking to actually understands or like it's actually going to help. That's when I'll open up and actually accept that help. Um, other than that, it's like, that's just, it's a really bad thing. A lot of us struggle with anyways. Yeah. Like we're just not willing to, I wouldn't say we're like our own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. We're not willing to help ourselves yeah. a lot of the times. Well, that's because most of us that come into these career fields, we're the helpers. You know, we're the people that go out and help everybody else and don't take care of ourselves right. or even deny the fact that we even need help. You know, you wouldn't believe how many people that I've talked to had on the podcast or just talked to around the stations or run into whatever. And it's the same story. So, well, you know, this guy needs help or this girl needs help or whatever. I'll, I'll put my own stuff off until later. Right. So when you deal with that on a daily basis too, and you're dealing with people's problems, right. And like, that's their potentially their worst day of their lives for us. It's just another day, but then we don't realize how much is it's affecting us. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it all comes down to realizing that you need help. I mean, how if if I didn't talk to my chief, probably would have never went to therapy. Yeah, I just I, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it like Chief Freeman, North Kansas City, Chief Fred Ferris with Gladstone Police. I, a huge shout out to those guys for having their eyes open enough to go, hey, here's an organization that can help my people, and I'm gonna reach out and see if they'll do it. So. Um, that's huge, as we all know, because a lot of 
top level administrators don't really see that and they're not in touch with their people. So yeah. Um, yeah. I thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, dude, that is, and that's so important as far as, you know, leadership and leading from the front and knowing who works with you and who you're responsible for, you know, it's a different way of viewing it than a lot of people view leadership of, Oh, well that person works for me. No, you're responsible for that person. If you're the chief of police or the chief of a fire department or whatever, you're responsible for all of those people. And you're responsible for their mental well-being, just like you're responsible for their physical well-being. That's why you get paid the money you get paid. So. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all top down too, right? So the reason why some organizations, whether it's corporate or government, most of the time, government is just not that good. But in our organizations, if if you want a good culture and you want you know people to be very happy and actually enjoy their job, they have to have faith in their leadership. Mm-hmm. Whether that starts with if you have corporals, starting with the corporal up to the sergeant, up to the lieutenant, well, up to the captain, up to the lieutenant, major if you have them, and then the chief. If they don't see faith in them, they don't feel like if – you as an individual, the employee, lower level employee, don't feel like you have any kind of support from them. Like, what does that do to your organization? It destroys it. Yeah. Like, you won't have, you will not have a good culture. You won't have good camaraderie, um, and they won't have trust. And then that leads to poor performance on the street, and people making mistakes, or they just don't show up to work, and yeah. they end up leaving. Yeah. So, like, they've got to. I mean, thank God that we have really good leadership now. Um, in that you can literally walk into my chief's office. He's got an open door all the time. If you got an issue, like he will sit there and talk to you for hours. Like you don't get that anywhere else in a lot of organizations. So I, I, I mean, I can, you can take it down to the fact that we have a smaller organization than like Dallas PD or LAPD, Right the chances of you walking into the chief's office is like zero. Like it's not going to happen. The chances of him ever coming out on the street with you and going on a call, probably zero. Unless there's something that happens and he has to make an appearance. So it's just one of those things where it comes back to trust. Your people have to trust in you. And that starts with you. Yeah. Right. As a leader. So yeah. Yeah. No, dude, I'm, in 100% agreement with that as you lead from the front and you set the example because if you set a poor example then that's what you're going to get from your employees you set a good example you foster that culture and yeah that's what you're going to get and ultimately you know it's going to end up better because like you said you're going to have probably people taking less sick days less injury time. I mean, it, it snowballs down from there of just being a good example. Yeah. I mean, there are little study, literal studies that show, especially in like corporations, the private industry, that if you don't have good leadership or a good culture, like the chances of somebody taking a day off or calling in sick when they're not actually sick is significantly higher. So, I mean, it goes right back to that point that if you have, if you instill trust in a good culture and you have good camaraderie in your organization, the chances of somebody calling in for some bullshit 
like excuse, whether it's legitimate or not, is less likely. Yeah. And you're going to have more people on the street. You're going to be able to function better as an organization. Yeah. So. All right. Well, let's do final thoughts. So. So yesterday, I feel like I was in the water quite a bit. And today, you guys were doing some of your yoga. So I went out there a little bit early and then came back in when you guys were getting ready to go out in the water. And so I was standing up there talking with Michelle after your yoga session and the the volunteers were all out there in their red rash guards. You guys are out there in your blue rash guards. And Michelle and I were both just in awe at looking at between, I don't know how many we had, but it looked like there was 15, you know, 10 to 15 volunteers who came down for the second day with their red rash guards. And then you guys out there in your blue rash guards taking up a 150-yard span, um, just all in a line waiting to get – there was just something about that to see that many people that came out to support what we're looking at and what we're trying to push forward. And that it really didn't take much to get them out there. They wanted to help. They wanted to come show their support and, and hang out. And they did for hours yesterday and hours today. Um, I don't know why it really hit home, but just like physically seeing everybody all, you know, 15 to 20 people out there, spanning this 150 200 yards out in the ocean on their surfboards was was really cool to see that today it sort of hit home of uh, all the support that we're lucky enough to have um, and how much effort that everyone else is willing to put in to help see rob's mission and swells you know the swells mission to help them see it through um, it it was that was sort of what hit it home and what made it really um, concrete was seeing all that support today, just everyone out there with all the swell rash guards on. Uh, it was it was very cool to see that today. Rob. So on a serious note, <clears throat> I, oh, I just lord. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> this will be brief. I promise. It, it's it's echoed through through the volunteers, through the the sponsorship. Is like people legitimately care about you as a person, Leon and Justin, who's sleeping and Joey and Jeremy, and they want you to be good and they want you to stay healthy. Uh, otherwise they wouldn't show up and they show up in droves just like Ian had discussed. And that's not to come. They don't get any benefit. They just want to be there for you guys. So I think it, it's easy to get lost in the fact that uh, your jobs are hard and, and stuff sucks and you end up, you know, filling up with just all sorts of crazy shit in your life but people care about you. And, you know, I just reflect on what Brad Martin said when, uh, with his reality company that when he donated a check, he's like, you tell them that people care about them and they want them to be well. Um, and so I, I guess that's my biggest takeaway from this is just, I kind of saw the same thing that Ian did, especially looking back at the pictures and, and Jeff who came out from LAPD to take pictures. Um, Big shout out to the popsicle tablecloth that that's really kind of served us well throughout the weekend. Um, and then just one last thing, I want to go ahead and call the elephant in the room. Everybody's stomach sounds like a, a fucking freight train because of the chili you made us with the habaneros. I've been sitting over here playing whose stomach's growling for the last I don't know how long we've been going here. So delicious, but definite fire snakes in the morning. Yeah. So. Uh, you're welcome yeah i love you guys love the washdown podcast and i just appreciate the opportunity to um to be here with you i really do
Liam? Uh, going to Joey real quick. I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Okay. Joey? Yeah. That, that leaves you at fire snakes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's... That, there's I can't thank you enough for having the opportunity to come out here. I, I have I thanked you just about every chance I could. Um, the the people that you've surrounded yourself when you come out here um, with the guys that come out and donate their time. Uh, yeah, Michelle and Matt. Just you've definitely made this program to where it will succeed, and if. I mean, it should grow with, with the amount of support that you do have. And, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely, after this trip, um, you know, to see it firsthand will definitely be a lot easier to explain to people, you know, the process and what what there is out there to make you better or at least give you the tools to make you better. Um, you know, so, yeah, when it goes down to the breathing techniques or just, you know, meditation or you know, trying to get back into working out. And there's just so many things out there that, that can affect it. Um, but being able to learn the different techniques to get yourself, your, your mind right. Um, it's nice to know that there's just a, a huge support for, for all the first responders and the veterans out there that are dealing with shit. So I, you know, I think I could, can't thank you enough. Yeah, I remember now. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely can't thank you enough for getting me out here. And I, like, we're myself and, I mean, Justin, I'm sure he's told you plenty of times, but we're definitely grateful for you and this organization. Um, you know, one of the things that I haven't even been, I mean, I'm barely on two years, and I felt like I'm already jaded as far as, like, no matter what, walking up. When we, were for, when we got here on Friday and she told us to, like, forget everything, try not to pay attention, <laughs> couldn't, was, like, turning my back, everything. And that's – and I felt like I had become just super hyper-aware, which is can be a good and a bad thing, right? It's like hyper-vigilance. Yeah. Um, where you start seeing everybody as a bad guy. Like, everybody's trying to kill you. And that comes from just – bad experiences and things that have happened um coming out here and realizing that there are a lot of people that really care and being able to work with them and and actually have fun with them and then being around a bunch of other people where you're not in your line of work and experiencing that is like really drawing me back to the point where not everybody's bad and that's hard to get back once you've kind of gotten to that, gotten to that point, you guys have been in this job a lot longer. So you get on those, you get those calls and everything and you're like, well, here we go again. Right. Yeah. You treat the person. I don't, I'm not saying that you guys do this, but an OD. Oh, great. This person. Right. But you can't have that mindset. And that's something that I've lost and hopefully I'll be able to reverse that effect and then get back to that. So I think being out here has really helped me realize that, um, the mindset that I had before coming here and what I had on Friday um, is going to slowly go back to the way it was when I first got on. So, um, but yeah, I, I can't wait to see this organization grow and see what else it does. And I mean, I'd love to get back out here sometime soon and 
maybe in the future be able to help out. I mean, I'm not a, I'm a terrible surfer, but <laughs> you were the first one to stand up, though, Mister Showoff. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, beginner's luck. Um, I think this is going to be an amazing thing to keep growing and get more people out here and you know especially with the way that i'm sure all of us feel a hell of a lot better so yeah thank you again and that's not just a robin ian but you guys as well you know just having you guys out here and i know we haven't talked much and i don't really talk that much anyways but um other than yesterday with Matt, but <laughs> we talked for like three hours. Yeah, but but it comes like I said, it comes down to the trust thing, right? Mm-hmm. He he has experienced the stuff that we have. So, um, having you guys around, being out here and experiencing this with you guys has been an amazing experience, and yeah. Yeah. I'm grateful to be out here, and I'm glad I came. So, thank you guys. Cool. Yeah, I second that totally. I'm glad that. Uh, we got to come out and got to come out with Joey and with you and Justin. I think it was a, a really good group. Um, yeah, it was the things that, you know, we've all been through and then you guys have been through in such a short amount of time in your career. You know, it's it would be so easy for you guys to just check out. It would. And, but it's nice to, it's nice to see that you're not doing that, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that after Danny died, like it was, I almost checked out. Yeah. I had to take some days off and really reevaluate. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes you hit that point. Yeah. Sometimes you do, but I'm glad that, you know, you stuck it out and you're doing the things that you need to do to like you said, get back to where you were, mm-hmm. you know, and, and take the lessons learned and pass them on and move forward. You know, that it, that's one of the most important things. And, and I'm not, you know, giving you a challenge or anything, but you know, now you know where you've been and you can recognize that in other people and, you know, maybe pass it along. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Rob, Ian, thanks for having us out. I mean, like I said, I didn't totally get it <laughs> until I came out here and did it. And, uh, yeah, the group that you guys have assembled out here and the people that donate their time, and I wish I could remember all their names, um, but um, there's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot, and I've been hitting the head quite a few times, so... <laughs> And swallowed half the Pacific Ocean probably, but um, just thank you to everybody that helped um, and that continues to come out and donate their time and the the organizations that donated money to make this trip possible. Um, thank you guys. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Um, it means a lot to us um, that there are people out there that, that do care, you know, they give a shit um, because a lot, and I know you know, in Leon and Justin's line of work that you don't get thanks on a lot of calls being a cop, you know, and firemen are different. You know, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't depends on what kind of call we're running at the time, you know? Um, but 
yeah, it's just, like I said, can't say thank you enough. This was fantastic. And yeah, I, Thanks for cooking all weekend. Uh, Glad we brought yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you're you're welcome. You, you probably picked the worst cook on the fire department to have do that too. Still better than the best cook on the police department, though. <laughs> oh shit! I don't even know who that would be. I don't know. So, well, uh, we will end this episode like we end every other one. Uh, if you are struggling, reach out. There are resources out there. Um, the Swell Organization. It's it's a pretty good resource. I'm, you know, I've heard things. Um, but no, there, look, there are resources out there. And like I said earlier, the important thing is to keep looking until you find the one that works for you. Um, if you know somebody that's struggling, reach out to them, let them know you care. Let them know that there are resources out there. If they're not aware of them, um, check up on your people, you know, call your buddy, Call the people that you're responsible for. Make sure everybody's doing good. Um, yeah, and that's how we end up turning this thing around. So um, thanks for stopping by, and uh, we'll see you next time.